O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Unto us the Christ is born. O come, let us worship him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth, the strength of the hills is his also. It is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, Never shall be world without end. Amen. Unto us the Christ is born. O come, let us worship him.
For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The Old Testament lesson for the day of the Nativity of our Lord is written in the 40th chapter of Exodus, beginning at the 17th verse. In the first month in the second year, on the first day of the month, the tabernacle was raised up. Moses raised up the tabernacle and laid its sockets and set up its boards and put its bars and raised up its pillars. He spread the covering over the tent, and put the roof of the tabernacle above on it, as the Lord commanded Moses. He took and put the covenant into the ark, and set the poles on the ark, and put the mercy seat above on the ark. He brought the ark into the tabernacle, and set up the veil of the screen, and screened the ark of the covenant, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the Lord's glory filled the tabernacle. Moses wasn't able to enter into the tent of meeting because the cloud stayed on it, and the Lord's glory filled the tabernacle. When the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward throughout all their journeys. But if the cloud wasn't taken up, then they didn't travel until the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day and there was fire in the cloud by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel, throughout all their journeys. O Lord, have mercy upon us. 
Thanks be to God.
The epistle is written in the third chapter of the epistle to Titus, beginning at the fourth verse. Brothers, when the kindness of God our Savior and His love toward mankind appeared, not by works of righteousness which we did ourselves, but according to His mercy, He saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by His grace, we might be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. God is the Lord, which hath showed us light. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Alleluia! A holy day has dawned upon us. Come, all you nations, and worship the Lord. Alleluia! The Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness hasn't overcome it. There came a man, sent from God, whose name was John. The same came as a witness, that he might testify about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but was sent that he might testify about the light. The true light that enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own, and those who were his own didn't receive him. But as many as received him, 
To them he gave the right to become God's children, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The Word became flesh and lived among us. We saw his glory, such glory as of the one and only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified about him. He cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, for he was before me. From his fullness we all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The one and only Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, has declared him. Here ends the Gospel. Praise be to thee, O Christ. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, full of grace and truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, full of grace and truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The darkness is ancient, pervasive over all history, permeating all things, all people, all nature, and binding all whom it covers. This morning the church prayed for those held in the bondage under the yoke of sin, but the original language is more explicit, praying for those whom the ancient slavery fetters under the yoke of sin, giving us the image of the ancient dragon using his hands of sin and death to bear down on the necks of us like a vice in the darkness of our flesh and the world. The strong man domineering his evil will and distress through his subjects. However, despite the antiquity of the darkness, it was not always so. For, John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So he's saying, all things were created through the Almighty, who, was all, who always was and always will be. Men used to dwell in his light, to walk in his brightness in the cool of the day, always receiving life from his rays. There was no death at that time, no darkness. There was only light and life. Until woman chose darkness over the light, the lie over the truth, and the man abdicating his headship in silence, willingly entered the darkness. On that day, man stepped out of the light and into the shadows, trading, trading liberty for slavery, forfeiting the warmth of the life in the light for the cold lifelessness of death in chains and darkness. As man was escorted from paradise, he no longer dwelled in the light, but walked only in the darkness under the ancient curse into which we were conceived and born. The promise of the light remained, but the light itself, himself, was no longer seen. Men walked in death without life in the shadows. And as generations came from Adam, mankind would see everything from murder to adultery, from a great deluge to cities smitten into, into oblivion, to languages confused and resulting in wars and bloodshed. There was the promise of the light, but the warmth of the light was no longer felt or seen. All there was was darkness and sin. For centuries, for millennia, man remained in the darkness. Until, as we heard last night, the shepherds who heard, Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And just because you hear these angelic words every year, don't fail to ponder them in your heart. Because what the angel announces means that for the first time since Eden, the light had been restored and dwelt among man. Once the light was removed because men destroyed peace with God, 
Now the light was, has returned. Returned from above to break the darkness so God can restore His peace with man. Yet even as the light returns, as wonderful as that is, there's this tragedy which John says, the true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. Like a son not knowing his father, all things that were created through the Almighty no longer recognized him, would not receive him. All things shut their eyes to the sight of his brightness because mankind, still in the vice grip of the dragon, had become acquainted to sin, death, and darkness. Because our flesh, like all the world throughout history, desires to hide in the darkness to keep our lusts and our sinful pleasures in secret as we remain in slavery. And that's the tragedy of the light's return, that everything that was made through the light doesn't recognize him. But the beauty of his return is this. In the gospel it says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. John bore witness about him and cried out, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. So not only does the Father in heaven send his light back to earth, he also prepares the way for it, preparing the way with prophets who are ready, who ready us for Christ by proclaiming unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. To show us this incarnation is a gift to mankind. The Father prepared the way with, an, with the angelic proclamation to Mary, to Joseph, to the shepherds, to tell us that the light has returned so we may not miss it. He prepares the way through apostles who tell us God as Savior appeared through His Son. God, God our, as our Savior has appeared. And also through His Son, God has spoken to us. The Father prepares us to receive the light by the Gospels, which proclaim the return of the light is the Word became flesh which dwelt among us. Or have their witness that we have seen His glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And from this fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Throughout all the words of the apostles and the prophets, we hear the law given through Moses. The law given to prepare the way by bringing us to repentance of our sin in the darkness, so that in all this we may also hear that grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. That is, having repented, we may receive grace and truth and be freed. For no one has ever seen God, the only God, that is, the light, who is at the Father's side. He has made Him known. The Son of God has made the Father known so that we may avoid the tragedy of clinging to the yoke of sin and the light return, God sends His Word and His messengers to prepare the way. And then He sends the light as we're ready to receive Him in all His beauty. So that we men who have been imprisoned by the lust of our flesh today may hear at the new birth of the only begotten Son we may be freed by His flesh. Although the darkness is darkness is ancient the light is able to free us because he is eternal john says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome him but it's not that the darkness didn't try the darkness tried to overcome the light by tempting him persecuting and mocking him scourging and blaspheming him crucifying him and killing him the darkness tried in every way to overcome the light and for a moment the whole world actually thought the darkness had overcome. But it was only for a moment. Because really that brief period of darkness, although the world was fooled, it didn't mean victory for the darkness. But that darkness meant the Father's wrath had been appeased. That peace between God and men was finished, accomplished, and fulfilled. And we know this because three days later the light rose again never to set again, 
never to leave mankind again, but always to shine with peace and healing in His wings to bring us back to the Father. The darkness is ancient, but the light is eternal. The darkness, it can't create. It can only pervert what is. But all things are created through the light. And everything is created anew in the light. And so it is for you. In the waters of baptism, you left the kingdom of darkness and entered the kingdom of light. You went from slavery to freedom. You were created anew in the rays of the light. Were baptized the chains of darkness and the grip of the ancient dragon. They were loosened. And you became free in his absolution. And it's in this pulpit where God's word from the prophets and apostles is proclaimed, where the light is proclaimed, where you're prepared to receive the light, where the light is actually given to you. It's at this altar where you partake of the eternal light. You eat and drink the flesh and blood of eternity. You're given to shine in his brightness right here. A lie brought upon us the ancient slavery. But grace and truth frees you in His light. In His church, mankind can now dwell again in the light. We can now walk again with the light. So that this promise is now yours, which John says, all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Just as Christ was conceived by the Spirit and born of the Virgin, so also you in the font are born anew by the Spirit in the flesh of the incarnation of the light. No longer born of the blood or the will or the flesh of man, you're now born again in the Spirit and flesh of Jesus. As children of God, you now dwell in the light that was once lost, that has now been given to us again. You now walk in the light, even more so than mankind did in Eden. Because although we are surrounded by a great ancient darkness, in our midst here in church is given to us the eternal light, whom we will be with for all eternity. This light will be with us long after the sun, moon, and stars have all passed this light will still shine. And all this is yours because the new birth of His only begotten Son in the flesh has set you free. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding give your, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.
mercy upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Grant, we beseech you, Almighty God, that the new birth of your only begotten Son in the flesh may set us free, who are held in the bondage under the yoke of sin. Through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you so to implant your word in us that, in good and honest hearts, we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well-doing. Most heartily we beseech you so to rule and govern your church Catholic, with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest, and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people and the gospel preached in all the world. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority, especially to Joseph, our president, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our governor, the legislature of this state, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure, to the maintenance of righteousness, and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, 
that they may cease their enmity and hostilities and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. Especially do we pray for those that we name in our hearts at this time. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishments, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, remember not the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions, but out of your unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, and crown them with your blessing. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls and all our talents, together with the offerings we bring before you. For by his blood your Son has purchased us to be your own, that we may live under him in his kingdom. As we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, Help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work. And when our last hour shall come, support us by your power and receive us into your everlasting kingdom. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise, and with thy honor all the day. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. We give thanks unto thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast protected us through the night from all danger and harm. And we beseech thee to preserve and keep us this day also from all sin and evil, that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we may serve and please thee. Into thy hands we commend our bodies and our souls and all that is ours. Let thy holy angel have charge concerning us, that the wicked one have no power over us. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, be with us all. Amen.